Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another uh, podcast episode of Grimdark Tales. Uh, I'm Eric. I'm joined once again by Jordan. Hello, everyone. Uh, we're going to be doing it. Um, we're doing it remotely this time, just because uh, you know, as mortal men with limited time, sometimes we can't be in person for this. We have to split it up and uh, just do it from our separate homes. So that's what we're doing tonight. But uh, we figured we still wanted to get some content out to you, so why not try to do things remotely? And uh, if you guys are cool with this, then that's cool. If not, let us know, and we'll, I don't know, stop doing it. Yeah. But something. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, so this this time with this episode, we thought maybe um, this could be the beginning of a, another sort of segment that we do that we haven't tried yet, where we just sort of... Uh, highlight a model that uh, we that we both really like, and we discuss it and sort of just figure out maybe why people use it or don't use it, uh, how it fits in the meta currently, and if there are problems with it or strengths and weaknesses, um, and just discuss it, sort of talk shop with a with a given unit that is cool. Yeah. So uh, this particular time, the first time that we're doing this, we thought that we would discuss the uh, Astra Militarum Valkyrie. Yeah. I... So... Sorry. No, it's okay. Um, that's a, one weird thing about doing this remotely, is like you, <laughs> it's hard to know what you're doing. Um, yes. Yeah, I can't remember how we came up with this idea. I think I was just saying it might even have been in the Discord that we were talking about the Valkyrie. And mm-hmm. I was saying, like, Oh, I love it. I've got two, but I yeah. I never use them. Um, and that gave us this idea to be like, what if we came up with some ideas for it? Um, and I actually think it's kind of a cool time to talk about it because with the change to um, Deep Strike, yeah. as far as I know, the Valkyrie's ability still works. I didn't see it changed in the um, Astra Militarum Arata. Uh, I don't yeah. have mine right to hand. I don't know if you do, but I didn't. I didn't notice it, and I did look through. Um, no, I I looked through and I didn't see it either. Um, so as far as so I know, I, um, yeah. If anyone who's not familiar, the Valkyrie has an ability called grab shoot insertion. Um, so models can disembark from the vehicle at any point during its move. Um, but if it moves more than twenty inches, you have to roll to see if they're hurt while they're disembarking. But yeah, it's my understanding. Uh, unless it has been changed somewhere, that you can basically use this to, um, you know, on your first turn, for example, you can move your Valkyrie where it needs to go. It's got a um, maximum move of 45 inches, and then your troops can jump out of it. So it's still sort of like a first turn alpha strike. Um, Though, you know, Imperial Guard only... How many units do you want to do that with? But, you know, if, if... you desperately needed it with an Imperial Guard unit. Uh, yeah, it's there. <laughs> yeah, I I think that that the grab shoot insertion rule is, I think, basically the most interesting thing about the Valkyrie, and it's yeah. something that the Valkyrie has that I don't I I can't think of any other faction out or any other model outside of maybe Forge World or something that has a rule like that. Yeah. So that it's 
pretty spectacular, but it's sort of like in the hands of an army that maybe <laughs> might have like use for that. So yeah, I mean, the first thing that jumps to mind, and I think this is one of those things that, like, if you go online, you probably see people being like, oh, do this. Uh, right. Would be, um, like, Bulgrins. Uh, mm -hmm. Put, like, a big unit of Bulgrins in there. I think you could fit four in the yeah, transformer capacity. Yeah, count three. Yeah. Um, and go for, like, a first turn charge with Bulgrins. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it could, could be a thing. Um, yeah. You sort of run into, I guess, the problem that we touched on in um, our first podcast of, like, at what point does the buff become, like, well, I'll just take another unit. Uh, right. Like, would it be more effective to just take um, a second unit of Bulgrins and foot slog through cover and, you know. Right. Rather than a... I think that's where the Valkyrie for me has always been such a challenge. Um, and I guess yeah. the, the points cost is so high. Um, mm -hmm. and especially before the beta deep strike where your Tempestus Scions and stuff could just deep strike it was like well why would I pay you know 150 160 points right. for a Valkyrie um, and you know when it's moving it's it's ballistic skill is going way down um, yep. you know why would I do that and I'm not yeah. sure I, I guess I'll start by asking you the question of, like, even with the change, if you were taking, like, Scions, for example, would you mm -hmm. ever consider a Valkyrie, or would you just wait until turn two? Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not someone who's spent much time playing uh, Codex Guard. I, I have Krieg, but um, I would say that Krieg are markedly less apt to using things like uh, deep strike reserves yeah. um, than, than traditional guard because they don't have you know, uh, their grenadiers which are the equivalent of uh, scions, don't have the uh, deep strike rule yeah. so um, it they're more of a gunline army like really through and through and the only thing that you can really do things like that with is the uh, death riders and even then you're coming from, from a table edge Yeah. so it's a different thing, um, as far as like me just objectively looking at Astra Militarum and what they have available to them. It's it's very interesting. I I would definitely say the Bulgrins, uh, throwing Bulgrins in there makes more sense to me than mm -hmm. than most other things. But also, I suppose the ability to drop a squad of uh, Scion, uh, what is it, Scion Command squads or something that can take yeah. like a bunch of special weapons. Yeah. Um, if you dropped a bunch of them with uh, Melta, uh, and then, you know, granted, your enemy would have to be not screening something that's worth hitting. Yeah, um, right. So that's that's a thing, because, like, you know, most players that are in any way competent aren't just going to be like, oh, man, I can't believe you nuked my super heavy tank that I <laughs> put up front turn one. You know, like, that's just not something anyone really does does if they yeah. have any experience playing the game. So um yeah, I don't know. It's a it's a tricky one. I think I would be more inclined because of that to put Bulgrins and just hope yeah. that I could get a charge off and then hope that what really happens is that the Bulgrins are um sort of durable enough to uh basically either absorb 
the next turn of fire mm -hmm. and then leave the rest of your army unscathed or um or actually stick around and do some damage the following turn but yeah. and it is, i don't know um it's worth saying they still have to be it's just like deep strike they still have to be more than nine inches from an enemy yes. model so like by no means are you guaranteed it's definitely not a guarantee charge yeah yeah, yeah. i think that's like if i'm just purely theory crafting like a fun idea I think yep. I, I love the idea of two Valkyries, each with three-man Bulgrin units, uh, mm -hmm. like rushing up the field. You drop the Bulgrins, you go for a charge, um, or like you said, you hope they can be in cover and tank the return fire, and like yep. leave your opponent in a weird position where potentially you could go for like a beta strike with Scions, but like mm -hmm. the kind of guard list you're talking about there I think would be super cool to see and to yeah. play, but it's also like very unusual like yeah, what yeah, kind yeah. of guard list is going to be looking to rush forward with an assault unit and then like beta strike with a, a deep strike unit <laughs> right, exactly it's a, it's a very strange composition yeah. not that it couldn't work but I think it would be very uh, situational as opposed yeah. to like a consistently successful kind of list. Yeah. Um, so, I guess um, let's just take a step back from the from the grab shoot insertion rule for yeah. a sec and yeah. talk about just the the basic stats of this thing. So. Yeah. Um, um, I've got the book in front of me, so I can just yeah, yeah. reference. Um, so it is. It's toughness seven with fourteen wounds. So in that regard, pretty um, durable. It's pretty durable. And a three up save. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's got a four-up ballistic skill to start, like most mm -hmm. guard things, um, which degrades as you go. Um, the the movement is, um, you know, 20 to 45 inches, so it's got some range. Um, mm -hmm. You can, like, reach out and get to a target if you're looking to deliver a unit or to just position yourself. Yeah. Um, and it has um, a cool rule where when it's in... Hover mode, you add one to hit for the shooting phase. Um, yeah. So you can either counter that minus one of having moved, or if you hover but remain stationary, you effectively have a three up to hit. Um, yeah, which is really good for guard. Yeah, obviously you lose your hard to hit at that point, but, um, mm -hmm. you know, it's interesting. Um, mm -hmm. For me, my problem has always been, like, for the points, I can I often feel like I'm going to be better served with a Lehman Rust battle tank. Um, yeah. It brings uh, one more point of toughness, which is like pretty significant um, as far as surviving anti-tank weapons like a lot of things. Oh like yeah, it's a big deal. Auto cannons and stuff, you know, you're wounding on um, fours and fives um, yeah. respectively. Going from seven to eight is a, is a big change for toughness, yeah. for sure. Um, the Valkyrie is also it's not crazy expensive but once you start adding things like um, you know even if you just take the cheaper loadout of the Hellstrike missiles and the multi-laser which is I think the, the default um, it comes in around like 140 I think mm -hmm. um, and if you aren't familiar the Hellstrike missile it's just it's a one shot you know strength 8 minus 2 d6 damage um, you do get to roll 2 dice when you're doing damage 
which is mm-hmm. really cool. But again, like, I think you're probably going to be better served looking for your anti-tank elsewhere. Yeah. Um, so that's always kind of been for me, like, um, one of the things I've struggled with is like, yeah, you know, if you arm it for anti-infantry with a multi-laser and the rocket pods, that's kind of cool. Um, mm-hmm. It could it could probably chew up some lightly armored units if you if you do that hover mode thing. But again, like, if if it's between a Valk and um, you know, like a Punisher Lehman Russ, right? It's sort of a like a no contest situation. Yeah, I mean, as far as a as a durable gun platform, the the Lehman Russ in in many of its forms, I think, just outclass the Valkyrie. Yeah. Um, given the fact that the turret can fire twice, um, yeah. that's really what it comes down to, I think, and and the fact that it can move and fire um, the you know the main cannon without without penalty and right. seemingly the smart way or to the economical way to run a, a Lehman Russ is without sponsons, so yeah. um, it's just it's tricky because like, um, you know, the Valkyrie you can throw the heavy bolters on there too mm-hmm. um, and then it, you can get some decent anti-infantry out of it with the rocket pods and the yeah. Um It's definitely but, got a lot of it's got like a lot of DACA on a, on a pretty mobile platform for guard um, yeah, but it's a weird one. It almost brings up sort of like an internal balance question of like, right? What is the Valkyrie bringing that you need that makes it worth those points? You know, like right. Clearly, yeah. you're you're getting a fl- you're getting a flying transport with twelve model capacity with the cool grav shoot insertion rule and the roving gunship rule for that plus one to hit. So, like, on paper, I can see them sitting there and being like, yep. But then when you think about it in the context of the guard, that's sort of where I always struggle. Like, yeah. well, I'm not going to pay 150 points to transport uh, an infantry squad. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know, I think for a while people were putting, like, the guard command squads with, like, four special weapons in it. Um, mm-hmm. That's definitely, like a gamey thing to do, but it's not... I can't imagine, like, the GW rules designers were ever thinking of the Valkyrie being used that way, you know? Right, um, yeah. And for me, that's not, like, a a super thrilling list. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. That would be really... That made me think of, uh, for some reason, you just describing that, made me think of how cool it would be if, like, the the cargo doors opened on the Valkyrie and it could be like uh, an open-topped, you know, quote-unquote, yeah. uh, gunship from the yeah. sky that, like, yeah. squads could fire out of. That would be really cool. Well, with those side doors, you know, like, the side doors on the model, if you haven't seen the model, it's pretty cool. The side it's doors awesome. can open and there are those, the two, like, heavy bolter um, yeah. you know, mounts that swing out. Uh, it would be cool if, like, you could do a flyby where the passengers open the door and shooting like plasma and stuff out the sides yeah exactly i think um, that'd be awesome but yeah. uh alas that's not real that's um but uh yeah the it is it's just an interesting mo- um can i ask uh jordan do you know off the top of your head how much a uh, a chimera is in points i want to say it's around when it's like fully armed up i want to say it's around like 98 or 100 
points. Um, okay. It's not... Yeah. It's around 90, I think, 95. It's not the ch- the cheapest. It's certainly cheaper than a Valkyrie. Um, yeah. And I own two Chimeras that I never use either, because, again, it's <laughs> like, well, I'll just take two more squads for that price. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Although so, I have, I should say, actually, I have put Bulgrins in Chimeras um, mm-hmm. to get them around, which I think is cool. I think it's, like, a lot of fun. But Bulgrins are almost tough enough that, again, like, I'd rather just take two more Bulgrins in the squad and foot slog them. Yeah. Because um, they're so tough that it's like... Yeah, plus, I mean, the, with the nature of most guard armies, and I think yours falls under this category... Um, Bulgrins are, I think, they function more successfully as, like, a counter uh, charge unit, where you're not running them out, you just keep them in your lines, and they're a deterrent. So, I think, um, you know, a lot of armies have, like, deterrent-type things you can put in there. Like, with my Tau, I like to put um, Breachers behind the strike teams, so that, like... Right. The enemy gets close. I can sort of like run out with these squads that are just there for deterrent and give some really nasty close range fire. And yeah, that's sort of the whole function of these cheap little infantry squads. And yeah, right. Bulgrins exactly. are yeah, Bulgrins are like kind of costly, but they. I mean, we talked about it in a, in another episode. Like they can deal with very intense units in yeah. in close range. So yeah. it's not. You know, it's not like a a good idea to charge them, or even charge a unit that is near them because yeah. they can then get in with you, and that's a problem. So, it's yeah, it's tricky because um, you know that's that's the function of of like Bulgrins primarily. They they work well in that situation, but then the purpose of a Valkyrie seems to be to get them way out in like as a as an offense. Um, type thing. Yeah, it and is a bit of a uh it's a bit of a dichotomy. Like Yeah. Yeah, it's tricky. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like now that we're talking about it I'm kind of like I was hoping maybe when we talked about it I'd come up with some ideas and I'd be like Yeah, okay. But now <laughs> sitting here talking about it I'm like, no, yeah, I think I was right. It's it's probably not worth taking. <laughs> yeah, it's tricky because I feel like it is a relatively decent gun platform, but like you said, the Lehman Rust does things sort of more efficiently. Yeah. Um, and then it's a good transport because it's so fast, but then, you know, the existing rules of uh, deep striking for Tempestus and the nature of how you might use Bulgrins in your average guard army make that particular utility like not any more significant really than like the way a chimera might might things around yeah so it's like what is it doing that isn't just like portions of other things that are done better by yeah. other models and it it's doesn't it's even tricky. have like uh, I get this is almost turning more into just like a guard Codex talk, which I would I would love to do if any of yeah. our listeners are interested. Because I'm a uh, the guard were my first army, and oh yeah, they're wonderful. Uh, they're right up there in my heart with Grey Knights. Uh, mm-hmm. 
But what I was going to say is there aren't even any, you know, like the Lehman Russ has, um, not that this is comparing, because they do, well, there's like crossover between their roles, like we're saying. Um, and if you're just taking the Valk as a transport, it's kind of too expensive to be a transport. So if you're taking it, you're looking for some shooting as well. And the yeah. Lehman Russ has, um, it has orders from your tank commander. It's got tank orders. Um, yep. There's also a handful of stratagems that do apply to it, um, like mm-hmm. uh, the defensive gunners, which I guess it, it technically applies to the Valk as well, but like, I feel like you're going to get more mileage out of it on your Rust because how often is someone charging your Valkyrie? Right, um, it's very rare. Yeah, yeah. So I guess charged. I just mean I feel like there's more um, there's more ways to get some mileage out of your Lehman Russes because like you know you take them in a spearhead, you get objective secured. They benefit from your regimental doctrines, which the Valkyrie doesn't because its yeah. its regiment is the um, Aeronautica Imperialis or whatever. Right. Um, yeah, it's kind of. Uh, it's kind of a bummer. I hope GW does something with it to, because I bought two, and, <laughs> <laughs> and I want to yeah. use them. It's interesting uh, comparing it to uh, outside of the book, too, because um, I play Death Watch, and uh, my Death Watch list has a couple of Corvus Black Stars, mm-hmm. um, and the Black Star has a very similar um, profile as far as, like, the chassis. Like, it has 14 wounds, it's toughness 7, it has a 3-up save. Um, and it can hold uh, 12 models, just like a can. Yeah. Um, it can go into hover mode, it, it's sort of a mobile gun platform. Uh, I think that the, the difference, though, is that um, Death Watch and, and Space Marines in general don't really have a tank quite like the um yeah so the black star provides like a very specific sort of utility for the death watch that the um you know that it it isn't the same thing as the guard where like what is what are you getting that another thing couldn't do better and right. and there's still a debate as to like oh should i take a Land Raider instead of a, a, you know, Black Star. But then, you know, you're looking at such a huge disparity in points that it's yeah. like, then you're right. really talking about two different things. Yeah. Like, whereas the Valk and like a naked Lehman Russ are coming yeah. right around the same points. Exactly. The Lehman Russ offers a tougher platform with more shooting uh, yeah. and a bit more synergy. The Valkyrie right. offers transport, but like we've said, what are you, what are you looking? Yeah, what are you doing? To transport. Um, it's weird. And yeah, and to compare that again to the Black Star, it's like the Death Watch very much, very often want to get right up in the face. So, yeah. um, you know, they have a lot of weapon options that yeah. really benefit that kind of play. So it's like I do know that's there's, um, yeah. not to go into Forge World stuff, but I do know. The Forge mm-hmm. World makes like the Vulture, which is like very similar to the Valkyrie, and has yeah, yeah. twin Punisher cannons. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's pretty cool. 
<laughs> yeah, that's that's more intriguing. Yeah, thing, but that, that gun one is isn't so a transport you... anymore. So, right. But... Yeah. Well. Yeah. That's yeah. Um, there and we they are, can. I guess with... Yeah. Valkyries. Valkyries can be taken in in squads. Or... They can. Yeah. Um, Which... I'm not sure how useful that would be necessarily because it's the flyer. Yeah. Um, right. You just take yourself. <laughs> yeah, and and also it's just like, you know, you don't need to try to minimize how many flyers you're taking. Really, as guard, you're probably not like yeah. running out of slots that you can take. It's, right. It's yeah. What I'm trying to say. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. The it's an interesting one. The Valkyrie is an interesting. Yeah. One that um it. It's not like a. I, I don't. I definitely don't want to say it's like a useless vehicle. Um, no, I think it has its uses. I yeah. think that's just within the guard uh, playstyle and the units available to the guard. Mm-hmm. I've sort of struggled to find a use for it that I was like, there it is, and I. Yeah. I've used it in at least three or four games um, that we've played. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have my like Grey Knights and Scions, uh, my like Inqui- Inquisition list, um, where I would drop in my. This was when Grey Knights could still deep strike. Uh, <laughs> I'd drop everything in, and I'd, the Scions would rush up and come out of the Valks. It was purely for fluff. Like the Scions could have just dropped in, anyways. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. But I was doing it because it's cool, and I'd put uh, the Inquisitor in there with them, and he'd get out with his retinue, and uh, it was yeah. kind of fun. Um, yeah, yeah. And they never really like with their shooting. I've tried the las cannon, the multi laser, the um, health strike missiles, the assault, um, the rocket pods, um, mm-hmm. and they just never really blew me away. And so after, uh, or blew the enemy away, and that was more the problem. Yeah, that, yeah, uh, more to the point. And so I just sort of stopped using them because it was like, well. And we're not, you know, we're not hyper competitive, so I don't mind taking right. a little bit of a dead unit per se. But like, I always like to take things in in twos or threes. So when you're taking two Valkyries, you're suddenly looking at over three hundred points, and it was like, yeah, you know, when you're allying in Grey Knights on top of it, you're like, <laughs> I know, I no. can't take this. It's too much. It's insane. Yeah, at a certain point, you're just shooting yourself too many times in the foot. Yeah. Um, and you got a mangled, horrible foot yeah. that'll never, never heal. So what we're saying, I think this is a, the takeaway, is that the Valkyrie is the mangled foot. Is the mangled foot of the Astra Militar. Yeah. So just... Just skip it. No, I, I'm not, be- <laughs> I'm not <laughs> being that harsh. I think in casual games, it definitely has uh, a place. And it looks um, awesome. And it looks fantastic. I mean, it can it can do some work, but I yeah. I do think there's a reason you just don't see them. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, there's uh, from uh, talking about the the fluff that you were just discussing. I think that if you're truly playing in a, in a narrative way, uh, it it stands to reason that like you would logic your way around using certain even to your own detriment so like in the case of the games you're playing it's like sometimes you know uh, grav shoot insertion from like 
a vehicle that is not on site the way that, you know, uh, Tempestus Scions are supposed to do on their own isn't necessarily reasonable given, like, the combat situation. Mm-hmm. And there are, have to be other means to get into combat. Like, sometimes yeah. they might need a Taurox to, like, go over land because anti-air is too strong. Right. Or, um, or sometimes maybe they couldn't use a Valkyrie because they're doing the equivalent of, like, a halo jump or something. Yeah. So, it's... it, You know, like, that's the fun of narrative games, is that you can sort of, like, craft why you would be using certain tools and stuff for, like, a given circumstance, but for games where you're just sort of, like, setting up a game, you know, you can have a story, but you're largely just sort of, like, trying to make a coherent list that can take all comers. Um, that's where I think you can struggle to have, like, try to justify having a Valkyrie there. Yeah, I agree. It's a bummer, but yeah. uh, hopefully it will be, you know, on the list of things that Games Workshop is maybe considering vamping yeah. uh, for the for the big um, update that's yeah, coming. Next to, yeah. yeah. Well, that was, uh, uh, now I want to talk about more, so I feel like if Jesse liked this. Uh, <laughs> if our one fan uh, gets a kick out of this. Yeah. Jesse, yeah. if you like this, let us know and we'll... I would love to talk more about... Uh, if you have something, Jesse, book. that you'd like, uh, you know, a model that you'd like us <laughs> to talk about, um, Jesse uh, has asked specifically, or asked me specifically about uh, some Tau stuff. He knows I play Tau. So um, if That's Jesse, and of course, if anyone else uh, that is listening has anything that they'd like to hear about. Uh, we love talking shop like this, and we really could go on forever. I, want, so. I do want to do like a Let's Talk Tau, because I've never played them, but I've been yeah. a victim, and I feel <laughs> like I have some really strong opinions, so I'd love to sit down like with the book in front of me, and you yeah. can talk to me about the units, and I can look at them and be like, yeah, alright. <laughs> or like, now throw that model in the trash. Right yeah, away, yeah, get yeah. it off your shelf. Yeah, I, I, um, you know, I've, I'm always sort of a proponent of, of just buying the models. I think are trying to make them work yeah. uh, in a coherent list, but um, of course there are strengths and weaknesses in any book. Games Workshop, uh, you know, not all models were created equal. No. It's uh, seemingly Games Workshop's motto. Um, <laughs> motto so yeah um we'll just have to see what comes of that but i definitely have a lot to talk about yeah so cool all right so uh that was uh that was us discussing the valkyrie i hope you guys enjoyed that and uh if you did uh let us know uh if you can and we will definitely uh take recommendations as far as units to talk about in the future And, uh, yeah, Uh, thank you so much for listening again, and we will be back so very soon. Thank you, guys.